Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. Swung a bosh to left field deep. Fam going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth is capped by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. And the final is five to four. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back. Ken Korak with uh, Vince and Ray and Townie. And for Scott Pastorino and Robert Costa back in our studio, Michael J. Baird here at the ballpark. And the streak keeps going. And it's been remarkable to think that now the A's have won 10 straight games after they began the season 1-7. The Mariners lost their game 1-0 to the Dodgers. So the A's are tied for first place. The A's record is 11-7. They've won 10 straight, 11-12. of And it's only the ninth time in the great and glorious and long Oakland history of the ball club that the A's have put together a winning streak of 10 games or more. And on top of that, the pitching story is really remarkable because the A's, well, the last time the A's had back-to-back shutouts, well, it was just three days ago, right? Because the Athletics put together the uh, shutout against the Tigers on Friday, blanked them on Saturday. They won the Sunday game 3-2, of course, the postponement yesterday. And the A's in sweeping both games of this doubleheader by scores of 7-0 and 1-0. The A's have given up two runs in the last five games. And over that span, they've put together back-to-back shutouts twice. 7-0 in the first game, the complete game by Manaya, And in this second game, the only run of the contest coming on the base hit by Seth Brown out to left center that scored Matt Olson who had let off the game with a double. So for the A's, a run on four hits and error and three left. The Twins, no runs on two hits, no errors, and four left. Time of the game was two hours, eight minutes. And plus, uh, adding to that was the drama of whether we would be able to play or continue the game because we had the power outage of the light standard, the light standard going out atop Mount Davis on the left field side. And as we said, maybe about 20% of the lights came back on after the delay, which was 24 minutes and 47 seconds. Lazardo, the winner, is 1-1. One one. Jake Diekman gets his first save. Jose Berrios, who pitched great for the Twins, takes the loss. His record is 2-2. Two and two. The A's 11-7. The Twins fall to 6-10. The A's and the uh, Twins will finish up this homestand tomorrow with a matinee at 12:37 out in the sunshine out here. Good seats are available. The A's selling those in pods of 2 and 4. And athletics.com slash tickets for all the details and to purchase your ducats for the ball game tomorrow. 
your last chance to see the A's for a while before the A's head out on the road to the uh, trip that takes them to Baltimore and St. Petersburg. So the A's sweep the doubleheader, one nothing here in Game 2. And when we continue, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. The A's postgame show continues. The Clubhouse Show will be back right after this. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official health care partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply requires Xfinity TV service with X1. This is A's Clubhouse. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Folks, if you go to MLB.com right now and click on standings, your Oakland Athletics are tied for first place with the Seattle Mariners. Ken, I want you to think about what all the national writers and a lot of the pundits didn't believe this was going to be a good A's team. They clearly thought Houston was better. A lot of them thought the Angels would be better. And the A's, you know, usually turn this thing around in May and June. Well, they've turned it around right away. What do you think they're all thinking right now when they're going to look tomorrow morning, they wake up on the East Coast, and and the A's are tied for first place? I think there were people who thought the sky was falling when the A's were 0-6 too, right? You know, I mean, I think people who really follow the game closely know that you, you don't count the A's out. And it's a long season, and as wonderful as this has been to see and witness and broadcast, because winning 10 straight, Chris, is a rare thing. You know, when you get the double figures with a winning streak, and just as we had context and perspective when the A's were 0-6 and 1-7, and we have a long ways to go in this season, too. But I think what we've seen during this stretch, Chris, is the young pitchers mature, and if they can continue this, and we all think that, that there's a pretty good chance they can, it's an aggressive mindset that we've seen. It's not just that they're pitching well, Chris. It's like, and, and who knows if this is a seminal kind of moment or a seminal week and a half for them. But the aggressiveness and working quickly and throwing a lot of strikes with fastballs and seeing that confidence, I think, really come to the fore here, I think that's been huge for the A's. And to me, uh, the, the maturation of the young pitchers if they could take their game to the next level, I thought that would go a long ways toward determining uh, the kind of season the A's would have this year. Ken, they've got a shutout in five out of the last six games. No, I know. We've just, we've just been talking about how they've, they've given up two runs. They've given up two runs in those five games. The last four, the last four games, I'm looking at the post-game notes, they've got a 0.50 ERA the last four games. That's insane. Well, and until Elvis made the error in the seventh inning, they hadn't made an error in a week, too. And, and it goes hand-in-hand hand there, too. Uh, the Mark Canna play at the very end. Um, I was, it was I, scary. I was, <laughs> I was, 
I didn't think the ball was out, but I thought there was a good chance it was going to go off the wall. We we were going to have a tie ball game. Well, and you just and I know they're doing the weather thing with Delaire and and on the uh, the telecast, but you just don't know what the wind is going to do. And there are times when you hit a ball, you see a ball that you're thinking is going to go out and it dies on the track. And there are balls like that one. I didn't think he hit it that well, but you just don't know what's happening out there. And then Canna. He got back to the wall, and then the little mini leap, right? And, he, you know, he held on and, and hung on to it. And that's, of course, the darkest part of the ballpark right now after we had the light standard go out earlier. So, and he, he hung with it really well. And this is a tough place to play the outfield, especially in, you know, this, it's not one of those, those day games, right? Like we saw Sunday when Reyes lost the ball in center field. But on a, a night when it's blowing like this, and it's this blustery out here, and it swirls around, because this place is so big, you know, that was, a, that was a nice job, I thought, by Canna, Chris, of keeping his concentration, of course, in a critical point in this game. By the way, that ERA, that's actually from the, the, the post-game notes from the last game. So that ERA is even going to be lower than .50 after you got seven more scoreless innings. When I mean, the homestand began, the A's team ERA was six. Oof. And now it's under four and a half. And you know what I love about this game, Ken? They won a game without hitting a home run. That's right. The Chris Townsend note is sponsored by. <laughs> the um, Power Alley. <laughs> yeah, well, they also swept a doubleheader in which they combined for nine hits in the two games. You know, I know it's two sevens. And, and the other thing, I think this was, you know, who knows? Jesus, just, he hasn't thrown that many innings. He's still inexperienced. But you hope this will be a building block game for Lazardo, because that's about as good as he's pitched, Chris. Oh yeah. I mean, he came out and he was dominant, and they were they were just getting nothing against him at all, nothing in the way of solid contact at all. And let me, let me tell you, this light tower thing is starting to get old. <laughs> well, it's true. The other team never scores after it happens, though. <laughs> There's a number fire. Remember, fire is no hitter against the Reds. I will, I will, I will, I will never forget that. It was like the one no hitter no one saw because everybody was asleep by the time it happened. It was a no hitter. I was exhausted before the first pitch was thrown. <laughs> well, you got to be exhausted now. It's been a long day, so uh, I'm, I'm going to let you go early so you can get home, get a good night's sleep, and uh, we're back at it tomorrow. We have far exceeded our word count for one night. I, I, I okay, hear buddy. You. Take I'll care. Talk to you have tomorrow. a safe drive. <laughs> All right, bud. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. I'm serious. It blows my mind that I'm going to the standings and the A's are tied for first place. Like, we, we the start of the season was so bad. You were like, man, they're gonna have to crawl out of this hole. Well, they've crawled after. They've crawled out of the hole, and now they're just they're on the point. They're looking at separation. And I'm just thinking about this team. And you've won ten straight. And make name, you know. The reality also is the Minnesota Twins, they're, they're playing like, I mean, Tigers weren't great. Good, maul them. And you know the Twins, they look like a team that's been cooped up in a hotel room for a couple days, and they look a little bit slow. But you know what? And I've said this before about the A's, and I'll say this about the Twins. 
nobody cares. Nobody cares. No, no, no one's going to feel bad for you that you had a COVID outbreak. No one's going to feel bad that you don't have all your players. No one felt bad for Houston. That's just that. That's the way professional sports is. And why not win again tomorrow? The the the, the, the Twins look out of it. Capitalize, just capitalize on it before you got to go back east. But this is great. Eleven of twelve. They've won eleven of twelve during this ten game uh, this ten game winning streak. They've outscored their opponent fifty eight to twelve. That's ownage right there. And they've hit nineteen home runs in 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 these last ten games. But I'm I'm happy to see them win a game where it was a close game, and they didn't need the home run ball. And, my God, if there was a team that was going to be sluggish, this was a great matchup for Jesus Lazardo. And that two-headed monster of how Bob Melvin's going to end games, whether it's Diekman or it's Trevino, they're stepping up with Rosenthal being out. But everywhere you look, pitchers aren't walking anybody, Hitters are coming through. Other than the one air, defense has been fantastic. There's a reason you win 10 straight. And all the national guys who I bring on our talk show, A's Cast Live. A's Cast Live is our Monday through Friday, our weekly talk show that we do before every game. Tomorrow, it will be after the game. And, and Commander Cody, my producer, brings on the best guest in the business. And we had them all on before the start of the season. And they all loved Houston. I think Bob Nightingale from the USA Today was the only guy who said, nope, I'm not betting against the A's. These guys are going to be shocked when they wake up tomorrow and they realize, man, the A's are in first place. I know my guys, High Heat, Chris Russo, and his producer, Moses, They've been talking up the A's. Russo didn't love the A's, but I think he's loving them now. And and I told everybody, I said, you know what, don't don't pay attention to it. Let me be mad about it. You don't get mad about it. But this is what they do. They look at the A's and they go, ah, you know, Houston's there with Mike Trout and Rendon. The A's are the hottest team in baseball, the longest winning streak in baseball. And it's glorious. It's absolutely glorious. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Let's go to Greg and Slow. Greg, the ball club's won 10 in a row, and who knows? They they got the Orioles coming up. I mean, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but this could be a long winning streak. Unbelievable, Tony. I mean, just you can't say enough. I mean, this thing's the Detroit Tigers were beating. The, the Twins got a good ball club. And to sweep a doubleheader, um, I know people probably don't want to hear this or say it, but I think this was kind of a do-or-die start for Jesus Lazardo. Um, you know, maybe bullpen. You know, he, he's been struggling. So to come out and deal like he was dealing, I mean, it, it was just – these were such exciting games. I mean, that play at the track by Canada ended. it. I mean, it, it's it, – like you said, it's just a glorious thing to watch the A's go to work right now. Incredible. Incredible. And that catch by Canna, I mean, th- what what he has done for this ball club all – I mean, the fact that he 
He can play all the positions you need him to play. He can play center. He can play right. He can play left. I mean, he can DH him. And what he's doing as a, as a leadoff hitter, always getting on base, scoring all the runs that he has scored. And then you look at that play tonight. I mean, Mark Cannon is a godsend. He really is. I mean, the, the the duct tape line that you gave him years ago was just spot on. I mean, leadoff now? Now Cam is a leadoff guy? Yeah. I mean, and he's done a heck of a job. I mean, it's just whatever you ask of him, he just does it. And, you know, one thing I want to say, Tony, and it's a, and it's a crazy stat, and I, I know you'll confirm it. You know, you and Commander Cody do, do such a heck of a job. The telecast tonight said that the A's are like 0 for 16 with runners in scoring position the last few games. I mean, wrap your head around that stat. We're still – we still won 10 in a row – and we're not even really hit with guys in the scoring position. I mean, that, that's, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I swear to God, I saw that stat tonight, and it blew me away. Ten wins in a row, and we're, and, and, and we're 0 for 16. Like I think it was the last maybe four games. Well, I mean, but, but you got to realize, in, these, in, in this 10-game winning streak, the A's have scored 58 runs. That's a, that's a ton of runs in 10 games. That's incredible. And then that's my point. I mean, it's we scored all those runs, 19 home runs, and it, again, a 10-game win streak. Like Kenny said, that's a rare thing. That's a hard thing to do. So to do that and not even, you know, have a kind of an 0 for 15 streak with with guys that run it, it's just it's unfathomable to think. Like if you'd have told me we'd be 0 for 15 with runners in scoring position and still won 10 in a row, I'd say you were crazy. Yeah, you know, there's only been I think two teams in the modern era in the NFL who lost like four games and then still went to the playoffs. I think there's only two teams. So that's the, you know, the streak that they're on after how bad they were is just, it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Hard to believe they could be that bad and turn it around and and be that good so fast. When I thought this is going to be a long, I mean, I'm sitting here freaking out every night because they were getting pounded and I'm thinking, man, it's going to take them a long time to dig out of this hole. I was completely wrong, and I'm glad I was wrong. I think I used the word panic button, Townie, and I'm I'm <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit that. But you know, we're not waiting till late, and that's like you said, that's a great thing. The A's are digging out of the hole early, and now we're in first place. We're above 500. I think your points were were great a couple weeks ago. When we talked about you don't want to be that team that kind of teeters at 500 back nope. and forth, and you're just you're just fighting to stay ahead. Um, so, so I think that now that it's, it's smooth sailing, we got to, you know, I think we're three games over 500. I mean, what did I, what can you say about Mitch Moreland? I touched on him, you know, a couple days ago. I mean, what a doubleheader he had. Oh my, I mean, you've been seeing a lot of it lately. He's squaring up balls and there's something about the Coliseum that just suits his eye. I appreciate the phone call, Greg. You know, the bottom line is, you know, some guys, just see the ball better in different ballparks. And for Mitch Moreland, who, if you're just joining us late, had not one but two home runs in game one, he now has 17 career home runs at the Coliseum. And earlier today I compared it, you know, a lot of people don't like this place. And and it reminds me of Jeff Bagwell in Candlestick Park. Everybody hated playing at Candlestick Park, except Jeff Bagwell, because for some reason – well, he raked in a lot of different places, but he really lit it up a candlestick. In the cold, in the wind, for some reason, the ballpark just suited him. And that's the same thing for Mitch Moreland. There's something about when he gets in the batter's box at the Coliseum, his eyes get big, and he hits the ball really hard. This has been a lot of fun. Sweeping a doubleheader? 
and you got the extra day off yesterday. I mean, a lot of days off early, that's, a, that, that, that's all good for your pitchers, no question. The number is 833-625-2278. Your phone call is coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Drivers, start your engines. The Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is on now. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Civic Sedan or redesigned Accord. See dealer for financing details. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. This is Renee. Happy to be here. She's not some influencer. She's more of a groundbreaker, turning her four-acre lot into a little slice of heaven behind the wheel of a John Deere 1 Series tractor. Renee runs with us because the most important job is the next one. That's all I got. Nothing runs like a deer. Get a 1 Series tractor for just $99 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. We are getting some love from uh, the MLB app. Doubleheader sweep, two shutouts, wins in a row. The A's are rolling. Remember when everybody talked about, you know, you know, hey, the White Sox are a good young team, but Minnesota is still the team to beat in this division. They're in last place with Detroit at 6-10, and 10, and they do not look good. I, I, I mean, I know that they're a better team than this. But the, I think there is something just being locked in a hotel room and you can't do anything and you're praying you don't have COVID. And I remember the A's went through it in Houston last year and they said it was miserable. I mean, staying in a hotel room with just a bed, a bathroom, and limited channels on your television and they're bringing you box food. I'm sure the meals are nice, but they're coming in a box and knock on your door and you got to open the door and pick it up, eat in your room. I mean, being stuck in a hotel room for days would suck. And I think they're playing like it. These numbers on the A's pitchers are just, they're mind-blowing. A's starting pitchers in this streak are 7-0 with a 2.09 ERA. That's fabulous. Pitching and defense wins games. And then you score a bunch of runs 
Now that's a recipe for success. Aaron, you were at the game today. Did you make both games? You're on the Ace Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony. Good to be on. Uh, I I just am so happy to see the A's bounce back from that losing streak so quickly. It, it's fun to watch the young guys that we watched through the A's system not be young guys anymore. They're, they're starting to, to look like veterans, and to turn that six-game losing streak into a 10-game winning streak is pretty exciting. Uh exciting to watch uh there's no doubt and you know when you make up a ball club and you want to be a really good team you've got to have players in their prime which these guys are they're in their prime these are your prime years then you throw in veterans who have been there done that and won before and even won world series and then you got young guys who are who are damn good like you know what we saw with like jesus lazardo tonight the way the roster is built, I really, really like it. But what you're saying, Aaron, is, you know, you've watched these guys come through the system. You've watched them have success. But now now they look like players ready to really win. Yeah. You, you know, usually the A's have that that run in the summertime. Because they've, they've been slow starters. But for them to, to, to make that answer – this early in the season, it's exciting to see them to answer so quickly after that that quick adversity. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Thank you for the phone call. Have a safe drive home. You know, we've been watching the past couple years, the A's win 97 games, and it wasn't good enough. Now, according to my Athlon preview magazine, if the A's played at the pace they were at last year, and it was 162 games. They would have won 97 again. That'd been three straight years of 97 wins. That's fabulous. The only problem is, what have we been seeing? We've been seeing teams that win divisions win over 100 games. And if you're going to win over 100 games, you can't have you know two bad months. You can't start out 500 and then get hot. Because then you're not going to get to 100 wins. How do you get to 100 wins? You win every month. There's always going to be a little hiccup somewhere. That happens to everybody in 162 games. But if you want to be winning 106, 103, I mean, my God, that one year, Yankees, Twins, Dodgers, Astros, everybody was over 100. You want to be that, you want to be that team, you can't get out to slow starts. And for so long, what have we talked about? We've talked about that the A's get out to slow starts because they always have a bunch of new players. Well, you know what? For the most part, that wasn't the case with this team. I mean, look at your outfield. Look at your infield. And Jed just feels like he never left. So it's like it's like Elvis is like the one guy that, that seems new. But Jed, I mean, Jed is an A. Jed fits perfect for this team. It's like he never left. The pitching staff, for the most part, I mean, they've all been together. This team's ready to win now. They've gone through adversity in the postseason. They got a taste of winning in the postseason. 
and they now are looking to make, you know, everybody who didn't believe in them, which was just, it was shocking to me. Talking to, you know, if I had Buster Only on or Ken Rosenthal or whoever, and they're, and they're, they're telling me, I mean, Buster was trying to sell the Angels to me. And I'm like, Buster, and, and the Angels started out pretty good, but, you know, now they're just 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Do they have the pitching to hold up? My answer is no. And Houston's not even close to what. Does everybody realize that the Astros, who they were talking about their swaggers back, Right, they're 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 acting like they're King Kong when they're playing us in those first four games. The Astros are two and eight in the last ten games, and they're in last place. So everybody just loving them some Astros. The Astros are struggling. They they had a COVID outbreak, but they're in last place. They went from first place to last place like that. They've lost two in a row. They don't look good. And the big surprise, obviously, is the Seattle Mariners, but I'm not buying that for 162. This is when the A's, this is when you separate. Because you know what? You should win tomorrow. You got Frankie Montas on the mound. And Frankie's last couple of outings have been great. And then you're going to Baltimore. And Baltimore is showing why they are Baltimore. They stink. They're now 8-9. and nine. They got out to a little bit of a hot start, but, I mean, you got a chance to really, and then before you, you're, you're going to have, you're going to have a tough one for four games down in Tampa. Let's face it, Tampa's no day at the beach. And that place is awful. God, I just can't imagine going there every day. I mean, it's the one thing that you don't like the dome, but it's an awful dome. It's depressing. It's kind of dark, and it's just, ugh. But you know what? Kind of like the Coliseum, you want teams to not want to go there. You want teams that go, oh, we got to go to Tampa. We got to hang out in St. Petersburg where everybody goes to retire. Tampa's now won five in a row. Yeah, but they're still chasing the Red Sox. Hard to the Sox, hard to believe, are twelve and six. Yankees are terrible. You want to talk about panicking? Yankees are six and ten. They're five games back. They can't beat. They can't beat anybody, let alone the Rays. They are panicking in New York right now, and I love it. I absolutely love it. So, I believe. Scott Vince is going to have VML Machine who. Okay. We're going to hear from Bob Melvin. We're also going to hear from Sean Manaya from game one after game one. Manaya was just fabulous again. You look at his line. Seven innings, shutout baseball, seven strikeouts, and only one walk. That this is a theme right now for Scott Emerson. God bless him and his pitching staff. They're throwing strikes. Jesus Lazardo, one walk. You played 14 innings of baseball and only walked two guys. Do you see how much better the results are when you're, when you're throwing quality strikes in the strike zone? 
and you're not giving away 90 feet on a consistent basis, that's what really good teams do. They're going out well, there. Well, Tony, what streak is? Well, I heard Vinny's voice. Do we now have Vinny? All righty, here is Vince Catronio. Well, Tony, the uh, win streak is at 10. The A's uh, back-to-back victories with shutouts in the doubleheader against Minnesota. They went 7-0 in the opener, 1-0 in the nightcap. VML Machine was a part of it in the nightcap as well. And what has really been a total effort by an entire roster. And, and VML for you, as a part-time player, you come up from the alternate site and get a chance to contribute into something that's been special. What has that been like for you to be a part of that? Well, it's been great. Um, this chemistry is awesome. Um, we've all been playing great baseball, starting from all the pitching and getting clutch at-bats, clutch hits. And it's been fun. Uh, I mean, 10 in a row, uh, you don't see that every day. You don't see it often. And for us to play uh, that type of baseball, it's fun. It's been fun. And like you, like you said, for me, it's uh, been here uh, part-time, like you said, and uh, it's it's kind of tough uh, at the beginning, but when you get here and you see all these guys uh, holding each 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 other accountable, it's t- it's fun. It's fun. You come up and in your first game against the Tigers, you get you get a hit in your first at bat and you score a run, so you're immediately contributing. That has to be a positive feeling. So let's fast forward to tonight and you start game two at second base behind Jesus Lazardo. And I know it may have looked simple because you're positioned the right spot to turn the double play to start that first inning. Jesus came out like he had fire going. What was it like playing behind him? And for you just to get into the flow, that first play, make that first play, and, and away we go. Let's get into the game. Uh, it was fun playing uh, behind Lizardo. I mean, we all know uh, he needed that, that type of start today, and he finally was able to uh, pitch the way he did, the way we all know him. And it was fun. Uh First inning, it was tough for me. Um, I thought I thought I had to get rid of the ball, and, I mean, it happens. It's part of the game. But being able to uh, make that double play kind of helped me through through the game, uh, all the motions going. So it was fun. It was fun playing uh, behind him, for sure. Let's, let's fast forward to the fifth inning. You're in the field, and then suddenly the bank of lights go out, <laughs> and you guys have to wait for, as it turns out, almost 25 minutes. You go back into the field. And Austin Dio's at the plate who I think he wakes up in the morning and he swings because he's <laughs> so aggressive and he swings at the first pitch and you make a heck of a play. Uh, just describe being ready for that play. And what was it like getting a chance to make that play given the circumstance of a one, nothing ball game. Uh, before, before the play, um, I looked, I looked to the dugout to uh, Cots and he kind of mo- uh, moved me towards the middle. So when the ball was hit, I started running to kind of like second right field. And at first I thought uh, Seth Brown was there. I didn't realize he was playing deep. So as soon as I kind of I kind of t- I took a peek at him and he was not close to the ball, I just started sprinting and I was I was able to make that play. I mean, it's, it was something that I was not expecting that for sure. But being able to make that play for Lusardo was huge. Uh, I mean, I kind of I kind of told him like we're even now because uh, at first inning I missed that ground ball, so it was fun. <laughs> Indeed. So seventh inning, and Jake Diekman's out there, and it's still one nothing. Uh, a leadoff uh, hit by pitch, pinch runner, 
fielder's choice where Elvis doesn't make the play, but the game continues. And Austin Dio's up again. And we mentioned on the air, he, he's not going to walk. He's not going to strike out. He's going he's to find, find a way to put the ball in play. What was your view of the fly ball to left field almost into the darkness and watching Mark make that catch to make it 10 wins in a row? Well, I mean, like you said, Astudillo is a great hitter. I was um, first first time I played against him was in the Caribbean series in Mexico, so I kind of knew the type of hitter he is. And like you said, he's he's not a hitter. He's not a type of hitter that's gonna strike out a lot. He's always gonna make contact, put the ball in play. And when he made that swing, I thought the ball was gone or at least hit the wall. So me and me and Andrews kind of like stare at each other. And we couldn't believe it. Uh, the uh, Canada make that play. So, I mean, it was it was a tough win for sure. But I mean, one one nothing games are always fun. One thing you didn't see last year when you when you were with the club in July, that this ballpark, the Coliseum, plays a lot different in April and May, as you found out. You got to really clock it. But you are a part of it tonight, BML. I appreciate you stopping by. A's at one ten in a row. And when you're a part time player and you are a part of it. I can't imagine there's got to be a greater feeling because this is a roster that seems really connected. Keep it going. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. BML joining us, Tony. I don't, I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful here, but as someone who's made their living around the Coliseum and Oracle arena, I'm one of few people that have ever covered A's, Raiders, Warriors, all at the same time. Like, I didn't have an offseason. You know, I, you know, it's, you know, they all just overlapped and I had to work them all. So I've spent a lot of time. I was spending over a, easily over 100 days a year at, at the facility. When you think of working every Raider game, uh, all the A's games and the Warriors games, I've, I've, I've been there constantly for a long time. The reality is the facility is played out. This is embarrassing. Like, seriously, embarrassing. Light towers going out, got to stop the game. I mean, ser- I mean, it's old. It's had its time. Everybody else has new digs. Everybody. Unless you're Tampa or you're playing in a legendary ballpark like Fenway or Wrigley. But everybody, or Dodger Stadium, but they've redone Dodger Stadium. I mean, this place is tired. The locker rooms, or they call it the clubhouse, or the, they stink. They're not modern. This thing was built along, what, 1966? You're still playing in a venue that was built in 19, uh, 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 the old school, built for football and kept baseball. And that, it's tired. You got to get a new stadium. Got to modernize this thing. Can't be having light towers. Can you imagine if that was the playoffs? You're on national TV and the light tower goes out? Are you kidding me? It's 2021. And if you remember, Mike Fires no hitter. That thing was out for so long. Ken brought it up tonight. Like he was exhausted before, before first pitch. And I remember after Fires threw that no hitter, Scott, did you work that game or is that Robert? I mean, I think the post-game show, I was on to like 1 a.m. because it took so long. But you can't be having the light tower go. I got buddies texting me going, what? I'm like, I know, I know, I know. 
The facility has had its time, and now the A's need something new. All righty, we're going to continue with your phone calls, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We are leaving terrestrial radio, and we're going to be on A's cast. How do you get A's cast? It's simple, athletics.com slash A's cast. On your phone, tablet, computer, you can listen to our 24-7 station. It's also where I do my talk show, A's Cast Live. We have the best guest in the business. We have everybody from baseball. Come on. It's a lot of fun talking baseball with people around the country and also our local guys. But if you want to continue to listen, go to athletics.com slash A's Cast. A's have won 10 straight, 11 of 12, and they are back in first place, tied with the Mariners. We'll see everybody over on A's Cast. Hey, A's fans. Summer is finally here, and that means home improvement projects. Still thinking about replacing your old windows? Consider beautiful, energy-efficient windows from Milgard. Let our team of experts help you turn your house into your dream home. Explore the door and window showrooms at Ashby Lumber in Berkeley and Concord today. Use code word A's fan and receive a special discount on your beautiful, energy-efficient windows and patio doors by Milgard at Ashby Lumber. Learn more at ashbylumber.com or visit our stores in Berkeley and Concord. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Drivers, start your engines. The Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is on now. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 0% APR on the 2021 Honda Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. See dealer for financing details. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Townsend with you. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. So, this is the ninth winning streak of 10 games or more in Oakland history. It's pretty rare, man. It's just the ninth since 1968. It's hard. The other guys get paid too. It's hard to beat major leaguers day in and day out. I don't care if they got a Tigers uniform or a twin or a Twins uniform on. By the way, uh, the A's are officially undefeated against the American League Central. 
And it just I'm just looking at the post-game notes. Matt Olson homered in game one and doubled in game two. He now has a 10-game hitting streak. He's hitting 325 during that time. Last nine games, he's hitting 355, four dingers, 11 RBIs. One one thing you do not want. So Mark Canna hit by a pitch. He's now been hit 57 times. That's not that's not the record that I want. He's tied with Reggie Jackson for second most. I'll have to ask Ray Fossey about this tomorrow. The guy who's been hit the most in the history of the A's, Captain Sal, 59 times. Folks, when you get hit, it hurts so bad. John Lynch, the general manager of the San Francisco 49ers, if you remember, he's at Stanford, right, and he got drafted by the Marlins. He's the first ever guy to throw a pitch for the then Florida Marlins. Remember back then the expansion teams, their minor leagues played before the big leagues played. Well, in high school, now he was a he was a quarterback. He was all everything before he became a Hall of Fame safety. But in Palomino, he hit me in the back with like a 94-mile-an-hour fastball. I was bruised for weeks. It hurt so bad. And you're like going down to first base, and you're like, Don't show it hurts. Don't show it hurts. But it hurts. 94 in the ribs. Oh, my God. So, Mark Canna, you're going to end up owning this. You're going to end up owning this record, unfortunately, for you. But what does he do? As they say in Moneyball, he gets on base. Let's go to Andrea. Andrea, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Hi, Tony. How are you? I am wonderful. Yeah, quite a cosmic rebirth for the A's. I mean, 10 in a row. You know, talk about riding the wave. Even when the lights went out, it's like, you know what? (laughs) It is what it is. We got the mojo working, and we're going to work it. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. You know, the light tower, it does seem kind of dark. But let me tell you something. A lot of these guys played in spots in the minor leagues that don't Mm. have great lighting. I mean, I can tell you right now. Uh, where the San Jose Giants play and where San Jose State plays and the alternate site, uh, San Jose Muni, it's not great lights. So a lot of these guys grew up not playing in the best lights Right. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing about going with the flow and riding the wave. And uh, Lizardo, I mean, he he pitched so awesome. And then he said something like he's going to keep wearing his glasses the rest of the season. (laughs) Yeah, wait, 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 if you got lucky underwear, if you got lucky right. socks, if it's goggles, if it, whatever it is, if you think that, you know, Bob Melvin and his different pins and candy right, and all that candy, kind of stuff, yeah. whatever you think mentally works for you, well, uh, do it. Now, I was not superstitious. I don't believe in that. Um like even now with golf, I have no superstitions. I mean, mm. I mean, I'm either gonna play, it's on me. I'm either gonna play well or I'm not. It's not. It's not because of the shorts I'm wearing. But if you believe in that, if you believe in something that's making you win games, well, keep on doing it and don't change. Right. I mean, baseball players—they're superstitious. They're creatures of ha- of habit. 
and uh, ritual, you know, if it works, keep on working with it. And uh, I thought that was really neat. And he's so young. I looked up his chart. He's born in 1997, uh, Lizardo, <laughs> September 30th, 1997. Wow. I know. I graduated college before he was born. <laughs> Yeah, I think I have some uh, underwear that's older than that. I mean, really, that is young. So I thought he was very inspiring. Uh, and it was just, like, so wonderful to sweep a doubleheader. And, again, you know, what a rebirth. They were, you know, lost all these games in the beginning and 0-6 and six and 1-7. and seven. And, you know, kudos to you for keeping us all off the ledge and keeping us together and being a philosophical Pisces. Uh, and look how things have turned around. I mean, this is unbelievable. Yes, it is, and thank you for the phone call, and you have a great night. And, yes, uh, you too. Take good care. And so, Jesus Lazardo, you know, normally I don't check guys' birthdays, but his uh, birthday is September 30th. He's 23 years old. And I was so happy that he had a night like tonight because, you know, I didn't want to talk about him. I mean, if he went out and – Ran into a, you know, a couple more big innings. It was going to be like, you know, you know, everybody else is throwing the ball well. What's up with this? But he went out and had a great outing. And I want this kid to be a star. He's got the makings of a star. He's good looking. He's a good interview. He's insightful. He's got super talent. I mean, if this guy puts it together, he could be a star. But you got to go out and win games. And before you're a star, you got to get some hardware. And you start, you got, you got to start making some all-star games, and you got to start getting some votes for Cy Young. And you know, he's a long way away from that. But tonight showed you, he's got the talent. This is what they see. Oh, my horrible Wi-Fi. Let's go to uh, Jonathan. Jonathan, you were at both games tonight? I, I was. Got there a little late. I missed the first Moreland homer, but I caught the second one in that big uh, five-run fourth inning. Uh, really enjoyed the Oppo taco, uh, salami taco for Olsen uh, and great outing by Benaya. But as you were saying, I want to give a huge prop to my guy, uh, the pride of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, Jesus Luzardo. I've been waiting forever to see him pitch live. I'm so proud of him. Beautiful outing. Uh, and just, I can't believe they swept the doubleheader. Uh, you, you have the, the light towers go out, and they still find a way to get it done. I mean, you said yourself, as we ride this wave, what else can possibly go wrong? And something does, but they still find a way to win. It's incredible. Three in a row, and now uh, off to, across the bay to see the fish. Uh, don't know what's going to happen on Sunday. It's just up to 72% chance of rains uh, all day long, so I'm hoping they can squeeze the game in. I don't know. Uh, it's not looking good, but I'm just loving, loving the streak, loving uh, – the start of the year with all the craziness and let's keep this thing going. I also want to thank you for that interview that I've listened to with uh, my old pal, Jimmy Leland, uh, brought back a lot of memories of 1997. So uh, always a treat to hear uh, from the skipper uh, and uh, reminisce, but 
they're they're rolling and uh let's let's see where this thing goes. But ten in a row, I'm three and zero to start. I'm gonna see the Orioles on the thirtieth to end the month, but uh <laughs> unbelievable. I've never seen a, a doubleheader sweep, but here we are. Well, I'm glad you brought up Olsen because it was so long. It was hours ago. But, yeah, Matt Olsen with his fourth career Grand Slam. We remember opening day. I want to say Vince did that today. Greatest game ever, number 45, opening day. That was today, right? I don't know. These days are all starting to run together. I believe that was today in the pregame show uh, before game one. But, yeah, I told, I forgot about Olsen's Grand Slam. Fourth career Grand Slam. I mean, Olsen is just hot. And that's good to see because I have predicted, and we have seen some first basemen recently win MVPs. Uh, of course, Abreu last year. Uh, I do think Matt Olsen has an, EV, an MVP in his, in his future. And, Jonathan, thank you for the call, and good luck. Hopefully we don't have that rain. Um, but, yeah, to me, Matt Olsen – Matt Olson has one of those 50 home run, 120-plus RBIs, gold glove-type seasons around the corner here. Maybe this year. But I, I, if I had to put my money on it, no offense to anybody else, if, I, if, I, if I'm in the sports book in Nevada and they have up their A's to win the MVP – I'm putting my money on Matt Olson. I'm bullish on his talent. His talent is amazing. Let's go to Robert. Robert, you are on the A's club out here. Hey, Tony. Uh, you know, if they can win tomorrow, split with the Rays, win two in Camden, and finish with a win in the 30th, that'll give them 17 wins this month. And that's – we all thought there was going to be probably about – 17 losses. So it's a big deal. Big deal. But here's my problem. They finish with three in Houston, okay, in in September. Well, actually, it'll be in October. But I just think until they, you know, can take care of business with Houston, you know, and, and I know they have the confidence to do that. They just, you know, they just were goofy the first week and a half. I think that's the one thing this team needs to win 95 games because with 17 wins this month, trying to win 95 is not going to be the easiest thing when you look at their schedule in July and August. It's brutal. So I just wanted to bring that up. They need to win tomorrow. They need to win two in Camden, split with the Rays that are tough, and then win the final game of the month. Don't you think that's a, that's a needy thing to do? Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the Tony La Russa philosophy is you win every series and you'll be World Series champion. So, I mean, I, I, I like these sweeps. They're great. I, I, I think you got to get fat and happy off. You got to get fat and happy off the bad teams. But, you know, in the end, like you said, you win two. You win two out of three, three out of four. Just have that mindset where you're just grinding winning series and then at the end of the year, you're going to look up and you're going to have a boatload of wins. I want them to go on into, into Houston, those final three games in October. I want them to really mean mean something. And to go into Houston, make take, let's say, two of those games, the first two, and clinch the, clinch the championship. Think of the confidence that will give them going into not having to play a wild card game. 
Well, think about this. If you want to play the schedule game of what we know right now, they're going to the last basically two weeks of the season, it goes a weekend series on the road against the Angels. Then you come back home for four against Seattle and three against Houston. And then you go back out on the road, and it's three in Seattle, three in Houston to finish. So you're going to – you're going to be knee-deep in the American League West to end the season. So if you're trying to put somebody away or you're trying to catch somebody, might not be bad. I, I don't mind right. it in that way. I, I like in ending it. Like the worst thing is the world. The worst thing in the world is to end your season interleague play. I mean, that that that's terrible. Right. Well. They bounced back. I had them losing 17 this month. Boy, was I wrong when I called you last time. So I'm just happy. I just want them to win tomorrow, go into Camden, knock them off for two. Uh, and, you know, and then it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a tough series, like you said earlier, in, in, in Tampa Bay. It's not in St. Petersburg. It's, it's not going to be easy. But they can come back home, win that final game of the month, and they'll have 17 wins. Well, I will tell you a, this. You know, the one thing about – about what what the, the the traveling party will tell you, the hotel in St. Petersburg, it's like their favorite. They love stay. It's there, and the place they stay when they take on the Texas Rangers, where they used to play the Byron Nelson. So they there's they love this hotel in Tampa. Now playing at the Trop stinks, but I can tell you the hotel there in St. Petersburg is pretty cool. Well, sand on that beach is pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah, you know, it's a, it's kind of a cute little downtown. I mean, we were there like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so it really wasn't hopping. But I went, you know what, St. Petersburg, St. Petersburg, I can see. No state taxes, uh, cheap to live. I can see why people go there to retire. So did the mob. That's where the mob <laughs> went. <laughs> well, they had to get out of New York and Philly. It was cold in, in New Jersey, New York, Philly. The mob went down to play. Hey, thanks for the phone call. Let's go to Greg leaving the stadium. Greg, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Tony? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, Tony, it's not Greg, it's Ray. Oh, what's up, Ray? Not much. How you doing, man? Miss you, dude. Well, I, I, I can see you. You can't see me. No. Yeah, that's, that, that's, uh, it is what it is. So, hey, two quick things. Um, first of all, um, after we started 0-6, according to my friends who are not very intelligent, the season's over. Uh, we got to beat Houston like 12 out of the next 14 games. The season's over. We can't catch Houston. So what we're doing now is irrelevant, according to my friends. I don't know why we should get so excited about it. The season's over. Well, there was some panic going on. There's no question. But now it's glorious. I mean, you win 10 straight. You win 11 of 12. Uh, a, a win like tonight where you win one nothing and you don't hit a home run, it's their first win without hitting a home run. I've been waiting for this. And you know, Ray, being around the players, that, you know, the bottom line is once you get confidence that you can win in any style, like you can win blowout games, you can win slugouts. You can win one nothing. That just builds so much confidence for a team. And, and did you see Olsen slap that ball to left field? That was that. 
he needs to do that to get out of this shift because uh, leading off with a slap ground ball to the third base and get a double out of it, I mean, that just – it's nothing but, you know, ice on the kick after that. I mean, we got guys from position with no outs. We don't need you to home run. But that was awesome. I love when he does that. Oh, whenever I see – you know what? Whenever I see someone beat the shift – I get giddy, and I don't care what team it is. Like, if I'm watching Sunday Night Baseball and someone beats the shift, I'm happy. It's like, come on, guys. You guys are such good athletes. You have such good hand-eye coordination. You have great eyesight. You should dominate some. You should dominate the shift. I'll tell you what, when we were in Detroit a couple of years ago, I remember Chris Davis. It was that four-game set where – that horrible rainstorm came on a Sunday. But it was during that series, Chris Davis hit a couple ground balls to second base, beat the shift. You know what ended up happening, Ray? They stopped shifting on him. You beat yeah. the shift enough times, they'll stop doing it. Yep. Yep. Hey, one more thing, County. Um, you were talking about the stadium, and, and we all know it, it's old and needs to be updated, and hopefully things are moving in the positive direction. But you know what I'm more concerned about than anything? Is if this stadium doesn't get something moving and a positive pressure real quick, we're going to go through what we've gone through in the past. Chapman's gone. Olsen's gone. Loriano's gone. That's what I'm concerned about. I mean, we got a group, a great group of guys, a core over here with Montas and uh, Jose Loriano. And, I mean, if we don't get something going, they're all going to go bye-bye in the next three, four years. Well, the thing that uh... – I've been thinking about, and finally the commish and the, the people negotiating the CBA and the players' union, they finally talked. But, I mean, free agency right now, I, I know Betts got paid. I know Tatis Jr. got paid. Uh, Lindor got paid. But, man, I mean, how I – mean, how, I mean, if you're the owners and you're sitting around and you don't have fans in the stands or you just have a couple thousand people in the stands, I mean, you basically lost a huge part of your or your of your revenue with not having any fans in the stands. So when they're going to negotiate this collective bargaining agreement and you're a free agent, you're going to be like, hey, I want $200 million. Yeah, well, that's great. We don't have the money. I know they have money, but I don't know how much money they have. I know this. They've lost a lot of money the owners in the last, which will end up being two years. Okay, especially that TV contract they had last year they couldn't fill. That that didn't help. No, and that was the – that no. was they got the national TV money, but the local TV money is big for, for so many teams. And that's where we found out that they got to play like – I read it was like 140 or 142 games to get the local TV money. So that's why, you know, when they were first originally talking, maybe we'll do 154. I'm glad the players uh, stood their ground and demanded 162. But you knew they were going to play a lot of games because they needed more than just the national TV money. They need the local TV money. Right. Yep. It's um... – Oh, I lost my train of thought. When you get old, Chris, you lose your train of thought real easy. Hey, since you do security, like, are are you part of Tier 1 or you you Tier 2? What what are you listed as? Well, no, we're just – we're – 
the field crew is not allowed on the field this year. I don't know if it's an MLB thing or an athletics thing. Um, so basically, we're, we are there um, as an emergency case that jumps on the field, which is kind of harder this year with the netting. But, um, yeah, so we're still doing the same thing I've always done. I just do it from behind the dugout now. So I still am doing my best to keep players, fans away from players. Uh, because the player has been instructed not to sign autographs and to keep away from fans. and they got to get the season in. They can't afford to not have a season this year. So they've all been instructed not to get near the fans, keep away from them, uh, don't sign autographs. And it's, it's nothing personal, but MLB's got to get a season in this year. So that's my job right now is to keep fans away from players. Were you man enough to call A.J. Hintz a cheater to his face? No, that that you know what you know what bothers me about that man is you had grown adults, Chris. Grown adults that put their manager in that position. They knew better and they put their manager in that position. I would never do that. If I were for you, I would never do that to you, Chris. That to me was just irritates me that those uh, grown men would do that. Oh, they they oh, you you're not gonna you're not gonna find me. You're not gonna suspend me. I get I get to keep my World Series ring. I get to keep all the money. Yep. And you're telling me I just got to tell you what was happening, and I get off scot free. It's like all those yeah. Astros robbed the they they robbed a bank, got to keep the money, and they squealed on the GM, they squealed on the manager, and they squealed on Beltron and Cora with the Red Sox and the Mets, and the rest of them they got off free. It's unbelievable. Yep. One quick thing, Chris. So the was it. AJ was here on Saturday, I think. I was working Saturday. And this guy turned around and yelled and said, AJ, you're a cheater. Cheaters never prosper. So I walked over to the guy that gave us over and said, sir, you probably don't know baseball, do you? It's like, what? I said, apparently cheaters do prosper because AJ's got a $100,000 diamond ring and a World Series check. So apparently cheaters do prosper in baseball. <laughs> All right, buddy, be safe. I, I, I miss you. I wish right. I could see you. But, you know, they're not letting us down there. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get together on a weekend and play golf some more together, buddy. All right, take care. I'll call you. All right, thanks, Chris. Yeah, that, you know, that's the weird part. Like, not, not you know, I not being able to go on the field, it's just, you know, I get it. Not to be able to go in the clubhouse. I mean, you have questions, right? You want to go in, stop by Bowmill. You know, or I talk to Bob on the field, or you talk to the players. You know, the players, we, we do A's cast live from the field. Players would come by, say hello. And it's just like not being able to be around it. I mean, this is like the second year. I mean, when are broadcasters going to be able to fly around? I mean, they've all been vaccinated. Like, when are we going to start getting back to a little bit more normal in baseball? When, when, when's this going to happen? Because we like to bring that insight to you, the fans, of what's going on on the inside. I'm a little afraid that the players are going to get used to this, and this is what they're going to want. Because if you remember what the Warriors did, the Warriors became so popular, and there was so much media, that they basically just said, hey, listen. Every game, we're going to bring Steph out, and we're going to bring Draymond out, we're going to bring Clay out, we're going to bring, you know, 
And then it's basically going to be like a press conference. So that way you didn't have a bazillion people inside the locker room. Now, if you needed a quote from a, a, I'm not going to say a lesser player, but not as a big of a star, you could go in and talk to somebody. But they were going to bring win, win or lose, here comes Durant. Here comes, you know, and they figure out that's the best way to do it. And I wonder, you know, because that's kind of what it is now. It's like you're going to take the guys that had a really good game and you're going to put them on a Zoom call, and then that's it. And hanging out inside the clubhouse, because the media hangs out before the game, after the game. I don't know when we're going to go back to that. I don't. Speaking of that, Bob Melvin spoke after both wins. We're going to hear from Bo Mel. You're going to hear from Shamanaya after game one. Who else do we got? Scotty? You mean Seth Brown and Lazardo? All right. We got a lot to play coming up next, right? After a doubleheader, sweeping a doubleheader. Your ball club's on fire. They've won 10 straight right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Hey A's fans, summer is finally here, and that means home improvement projects. Still thinking about replacing your old windows? Consider beautiful, energy-efficient windows from Milgard. Let our team of experts help you turn your house into your dream home. Explore the door and window showrooms at Ashby Lumber in Berkeley and Concord today. Use code word A's fan and receive a special discount on your beautiful, energy-efficient windows and patio doors by Milgard at Ashby Lumber. Learn more at ashbylumber.com or visit our stores in Berkeley and Concord. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't. Because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Yeah, this season I actually had little business cards made. Eric Rubino, fantasy baseball GM. You can keep that. Sure, the players are famous, but come game day, I decide their fate. What's that? Oh, you make 20 million? Well, I don't like your attitude. You benched! No, I'd never bench an all-star, but I could. That's also why I like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. With options based on my budget, they never throw me a curveball. <laughs> That's a little baseball reference for you. Get options based on your budget with Progressive, even if you're not a legend in your own mind. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We need the forklift over here. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Okay, those molds need to be adjusted. The shippers are coming at noon, so we got to get this done. Like at Dennis's plastic startup, to stay flexible, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. 
This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. In the front, we'll take out that tree, install a new fence. You're going to call 811, right? Isn't that just for excavators? No, dude. Calling 811 is for excavators, homeowners, contractors, anyone. Natural gas lines and other utilities can be buried anywhere. Call 811 two working days before any digging project to get all underground lines marked for free. Thanks, deep-voiced narrator. You're welcome, dude. Brought to you by Southwest Gas. Welcome to Delicious Planet, presented by Hint. Water with a touch of true fruit flavor. We're in Madagascar. This troop of lemurs have discovered a culinary jackpot, a fruited mango tree. One hardly needs to speak their language to appreciate their delight. Oh, Lenny, this one is perfect. Not as perfect as this one. That is not a mango, Lenny. No, but this mango hint water tastes just like mango. And with no calories or sweetness. Hint water? Get out of here. They got pineapple water that tastes just like pineapple, too. How can water taste just like fruit? How can our feet look just like our hands? Whoa, 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 what? Look, feet, hands, feet, hands, feet, hands. Whoa, you are freaking me out here, Lenny. Find Hint Water at stores nationwide or have it shipped right to your door. New customers can get 40% off and free shipping at hintwater.com. A little preparation will make you and your family safer in an emergency. A week's worth of food and water, radio, flashlight, batteries, and a first aid kit are a good start. To learn more, visit safetyactioncenter.pge.com. Download the MLB app to get in-game video highlights, live pitch-by-pitch, breaking news, player updates, stat leaderboards, and more for your Oakland A's and the rest of the league. This is A's Clubhouse. How about Bob Melvin? Passing Tony La Russa for most games managed for the Oakland Athletics. Think about that. I did my third inning hit in the second game about it. Bob Melvin came on as an interim manager. And you you talk about the right fit at the right time, the perfect guy to to manage this ball club. Now 1,473 games. Unreal. Now, Bob Bob Melvin will have to manage. I can't wait to do the Bob Melvin show and throw this at him. Bob Melvin will have to manage till 2058 if he wants to break Connie Mack's all-time franchise record. (laughs) 2058. Here's the skipper after a sweep today at the ballpark in a doubleheader over the Twins. Hi, Bob. Um, first of all, I guess, just what would you say about the uh, the pitching that you got today and, and really have starting pitching that you've gotten over the last uh, – during this winning streak? Yeah, it's been great. You know, that's kind of what gives us our confidence going out. 
taking the field as your starting pitcher. I've said that often. So uh, these two guys today with that lineup, man, and all the right-handed hitters, pretty tough na to navigate through. And both of them did it really well. And obviously Zeus had to wait, what, 25 minutes or so to go back out. So um, terrific performances by both guys. Was there any consideration to uh, to not sending him back out, or was he okay after throwing the bullpen? No, I thought he was okay then, and then the next inning it looked like Velo was down just a little bit. Um, you know, coming around to the, the top of the order for the third time, so he he did his job. Martin Bob, um, it seems like every time Jesus has a kind of a you know a rough outing, he comes back with a really good one. Uh, what do you think just about the resilience he's been able to show in his young career so far? Well, you know what? He's really good, and he's really talented. He's got a lot of confidence. So he's had to go through some tough stretches, but it seems like, like you said, when he has a tough game, he comes up, he comes back and responds. Had a really good fastball today. Uh, you know, only one walk. I think, you know, recently our, our starters have, have really commanded their fastball well and, and used that early in the game and were able to use, you know, some, some other pitches uh, next time around. And, you know, there, there's something to be said for that. Anna Rubin. Uh, with the, the lighting delay, what uh, was that sort of just a collaboration with, with you and, and the other side just to, you know, come to a conclusion that it was okay to go on with half the lights out? Yeah, once the lights came back on there, it was good enough. It wasn't going to get any better. Um, but it, it, what you worry about is around the mound, around home plate, and that wasn't affected. So I'm just glad it wasn't too dark for Mark to catch that ball to end the game right there. Uh, you, you obviously see Moreland hit, uh, hit really well in this uh, stadium, but just to uh, have those two swings in the first game, um, how big was that, I guess, just for early run support? Yeah, I mean, it's, it got us going right away, and he's had some history um, off Shoemaker, too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he, we brought him in for a reason. He's got some power. He's gotten big hits already. He's gotten so many big hits this, this season, it feels like, that, uh, yeah, he's, he's quite at home hitting in this ballpark and, you know, hitting a couple home runs. And, you know, after a, a walk-off uh, yesterday or the day before, um, he's, you know, he's really starting to – to feel really good at the plate. And that's usually when his power comes is when he's feeling good. Bob, I'm just wondering with four consecutive right-handers coming up, when you made the decision to go to Trevino and then Diekman in the, in the seventh inning, those options and, and what you have to balance and make the decision, knowing that you like both guys, but why one went as opposed to the other in those situations? Um, I felt more comfortable with Lou at the top right there with the, with Garver and, and Donaldson. And I wanted Deekman to be able to, you know, start his own inning. So, you know, it's, it's, this lineup is going to be tough on left-handed pitching, even though, you know, left-handers had a, you know, had a really good day today. Um, but you know, with the guy on base too, Luke can get your ground ball with his sinker. I was just more comfortable with him at the top and Deekman after that. All righty, we're going to hear from the starters. I know uh, it was a while ago, but Sean Manaya, fantastic. His second career CG, complete game, obviously the no-hitter against the Red Sox. But this one was seven innings, six hits, only walked one, struck out seven. Here's Sean Manaya after the game. Where was Shane Rubin? 
Hey, Sean. Uh, looked like you had a pretty, look, sorry. Looked like you had a pretty good feel for your uh, fastball today. What'd you make of your outing? Uh, it was great. Yeah, uh, compared to last game, you know, I, last game I wasn't really getting the you know fastball glove side, and today uh, uh, definitely was doing that a lot better. So, um, you know, utilizing that and then throw my changeup off that uh, was really good. And um, yeah, it was overall I thought it was, it was pretty good. Pretty good outing. Danny McCauley. Hi, Sean. Nice to see you. Uh, is that is that one of the one of your your better starts to your career where you felt like in a rhythm and, and working through the the lineup and just uh, obviously shut out and it's seven innings and you get a few home run balls going over the, the fences to help your cause. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was I mean a great outing. Um, probably you know one of my better ones, I'd say. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, that it really helps uh, when, you know, the guys are, are hitting bombs uh, like that and you know, get on base and, and then hitting bombs uh, just makes it even better. So uh, yeah, it makes a, makes the game a little bit easier when, um, you know, when that's going on. It was pretty blustery at certain times. It, it, what was that like pitching? I mean, it was pretty windy up here and outside when I, when I stepped up to the third deck was that uh, were you feeling that some too and and what's that like uh yeah sometimes um uh, there was like one pitch i remember where um kind of felt like i was going to get blown over but um you know it didn't happen but uh yeah it was you know it, it was a it was a thing but um you know it's you just got to make an adjustment um for that Matt Kawahara. Hey Sean, uh, Cruz is a guy who's given you some some tough uh, matchups in the past, Nelson Cruz, uh, and you had him a couple of times in kind of key situations in the early innings. How did you go about uh, kind of attacking him in those at bats? Um, yeah, just kind of, I mean, attacking him, honestly. Um, you know, making, you know, making him making him work, and uh, you know, just attacking with my fastball. Um, yeah, I mean, he uh, you know swung at some pitches and you know got. Um, you know, a couple couple weak contacts, but um, yeah, I mean, can't be can't be scared to face face him. Um, even though he was pretty intimidating in the box, but you know, just got to go after him. It seems like uh, attacking with the fastball has kind of been a theme for for the starters, uh, sort of in the stretch for you guys. How much, I guess, um, is that kind of an emphasis for you right now? And how much confidence do you have just in the sinker right now? Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, fastball. You know, when you can locate it, it just makes everything that much better. Um, you know, you located both sides of the plate. Um, yeah, it just makes everything um, a lot better. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, you know, priority number one, I think, is uh, just, you know, throwing your fastball and throwing for strikes. Martin Gallegos. Hey, Sean. Um, you've uh, mentioned in the past few years kind of, improving your control and learning how to pitch a little bit more with less velocity. Um, now that the velocity is actually up a little bit this year, do you feel like a different pitcher out there at all? Or do you feel, I don't know, like maybe you've evolved a little bit? Um, yeah, you know, I think I have evolved from last year and, you know, years before that. Um, you know, I, I don't want to stay stagnant. So, um, you know, I just got to keep, keep evolving, um, you know, to, you know, really stay up here and, um, you know, if Avila's there, if it's not there, um, you know, it is what it is. And, and uh, you know, I'm just going to go, you know, pitch and attack guys. Um, and I think that's, you know, kind of what I've learned over the past couple of years is just, 
um, you know, not to be um, super nitpicky and, and uh, you know, try to hit, you know, super fine points, just attacking guys and, um, you know, hitting like a certain section or area. That's Hey, Sean, good to see you. Uh, you've preached uh, becoming, you know, having confidence and believing that your stuff is nasty. Um, it kind of appeared you had that mentality heading into the game. Is that fair to say? Yeah, for sure. And um, as time's gone on, um, does that kind of line up with a successful outing? I feel like since you've kind of become comfortable with who you are, can you sense the lineup heading into that um, nasty mentality with a successful outing now that you've had a few of those underneath your belt? Uh, can, you, can you say that again? Yeah. So you kind of preached uh, talking about being confident and everything. I feel like you mentioned you're more comfortable with who you are this season. Um, mm -hmm. As you have that mentality, can you kind of put that together with the successful outing now that you've become more confident in who you are? Yeah. Um, you know, as much as I want to be a guy throwing a hundred, um, that's not me. Um, you know, I got to utilize what, what I have and, you know, what I bring to the table and, um, you know, it's kind of, kind of freeing in a way, um, just accepting, you know, who I am as a pitcher and, uh, yeah, you know, just utilize what I have and, uh, you know, what I have is, is, uh, pretty, pretty good. Um, you know, when, when, when I can throw stuff for strikes. Thank you. Kylan Mills. Hey, Sean, this is Kylan with Cron4 News here in San Francisco. Obviously, a big event outside of baseball going on today. Uh, with the verdict coming down for the Derek Chauvin trial, uh, about an hour before your guys' first game, you happen to be playing Minnesota. Um, what were your thoughts about the results of the verdict of, of the trial and just about what it means to the community in Minnesota and this country? Um. Yeah, that was huge. Um, I mean, I was warming up. Um, yeah, I think it, I think the verdict came in probably like 20 minutes before I went out and pitched. Um, and it was, you know, a lot of emotions going, going over me. Um, you know, I thought I'd be, you know, super like crazy excited. Um, but at the same time, I, it was, it was just a weird feeling. Um, I mean, it's, it's, you know, definitely in my opinion, um, you know, the right, right decision but um i don't know it's just it's a crazy thing kind of really the the first like huge trial um that i've ever like witnessed you know as an adult um yeah it's just just um you know kind of you know i'm really happy with with how things turned out sean Manaya, and you know what i god it's been a long day you think about what the twins i mean what they have been through you know I mean, some really heavy stuff. And these athletes are not used to questions like that. You know, Kron's coming in. They're a news organization. And they're asking the question. And, you know, that's something that these Twins players have probably been asked on a daily basis. And you want to talk about getting you out of your comfort zone. And now, you know, with all that's been going on in Minnesota, my cousin lives there. I was there not too long ago. I mean, there's been some major issues. And then on top of all of that, you got a bunch, you got guys who get COVID in your traveling party. And then they force you to stay in a hotel room. Oh, God. You know, the Twins are very beatable. 
And that's when I said earlier today, no, no one's going to feel sorry for you. This is professional sports, and if you're down, pe people want to beat you. They want to bury you. And that's why you got to be so mentally tough with everything that's going on inside Minnesota and, this, and the Twins. And, you know, they were – do they go back home after this? I was reading something about how – you know, after this, they go back home, and they didn't know what, you know, they didn't know what was going to happen today. So they were worried about, are we going to have to just play day games and, and get out early? And so we'll see how they're going to handle things going forward, the Minnesota Twins. Okay, we wanted to get you both starting pitchers. It's a doubleheader. We're running a little late here. So uh, Manaya fantastic. So was Jesus Lazardo in the second game. Here is the left-hander. Jesus, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, man. Um, uh, Bob was just talking about, um, you know, your ability to kind of come back after a, maybe a rough outing and, and come back with a good one. Um, and you've been able to show that throughout your career, it seems like. Um, how, I guess, good does it feel to bounce back from, from your last one to go out there and um, perform like this? Uh, yeah, it feels, I mean, it feels amazing. I just felt like my old self um, for the first time all year. And... Yeah, it feels really good. So hopefully, you know, build on that and keep going. What did you kind of feel uh, really working for you tonight as opposed to last time? Uh, I was just getting ahead, um, really attacking guys, especially early in the game. But uh, just really getting ahead, uh, like showing my fastball. And then later on in the game, I started mixing it up. Uh, I think that, you know, all my pitches were there. So I think that that helped me out. Matt Calhara. Hi, Zeus. Um, how strange was the uh, the delay with the lighting? And um, did you feel when you went back out there like you were good to go? Yeah, I was I was good to go. Um, it was definitely weird. Never happened to me before. I heard it happened in 2019, and then fires threw up a no hitter. So uh, that was the joke running around. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was weird. Uh, glad we got the game in. Um, you still look like you were wearing the, the glasses again after not doing that beforehand. Was that uh, why did you decide to go back to that? I uh, just felt like I was getting away from, like, myself. Uh, it's just kind of my thing. So now I'm back to myself. Shana Rubin. Was there anything else in particular besides uh, getting your glasses back on that made you feel more like your old self? Uh, I used my walk-ups on from last year. Um, what else did I do? My routine was kind of like my years previous. Um, just I felt just everything, just my mentality, I just everything. Just different. Sorry, more about your outfit. You're wearing yellow cleats. You're wearing your glasses. Um, can you just talk about your outfit today? And was that part of why you were so good today? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess like look good, feel good. I think that's a thing for all of us. Um, Rocking those new cleats, they're, yeah, they're, they're awesome. I like them. Uh, I felt good out there, though. Yeah, so I don't know if the outfit had anything to do with it. Maybe the glasses did, though. Jamie McCauley. Hi, Jesus. Um, when, during that light delay, I mean, it was almost 25 minutes, but you you seemed to just kind of stay in sync down, down the bullpen throwing, and, and did you just want to stay, make sure you stayed warm and kept your arm loose during that stretch? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just... Didn't want to sit down for too long without throwing, so I went down there through like 10, 12 pitches and then came back. Okay, and 
you know, along this theme of what you were just talking about, about feeling more like yourself. I mean, Sean said some of the same stuff. I mean, he, he said um, after his start a little bit ago, just uh, he's not going to be a guy who throws hundred miles an hour. He's comfortable in his own skin and it's, it's working really well for him. I mean, is that, is that something that you guys all kind of have? I mean, everybody's different style in this, in this group and, and even in the bullpen, different guys do so many different things. Uh, no, 100%. And, uh, you know, like Sean said, I think that, um, me being here has helped me a lot. Uh, it's helped me like realize what type of pitcher I am, not only pitcher, but like person, uh, being around these guys, being around Bassett, Manaya, Fires, Montas, Irvin. I mean, I can be myself around them. Uh, and I feel like that has just made it easier to be myself on the mound now. And I feel like we all feel that way now. And the catch that Mark just made to, to end it under the partway lit lights and where were you to see see that play i mean that was uh chapman's up with his arms here and were you, were you uh, i was in the dugout with the rest of the team uh i felt like the whole stadium just went silent for a second and then when he caught it it just exploded so it was a lot of fun Martin. jesus i know you guys have talked about this before but just the rotation and, and the vibe that's going on right now just um seems like everyone's going out there and, and turning in a good performance i mean what's What's that like just among that group and, and just seeing everyone go out there and, and, and trying to, you know, follow up that performance? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would just say it's, you know, we kind of get motivated from each other. You know, I get motivated. I see Sean do well. I see Manaya, I see Bass, you know, all these dudes. I see them all do well. Um, you know, that's what I mean. We've been just saying iron sharpens iron. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, when they're when they're doing well, you know, you're motivated to do well. You want you don't want to be a weak link. So you know, you, you know, you have to go out there and do your thing. So I think we all feel the same way and we have a lot of fun doing it. How It's a similar theme, but how would you just uh, describe sort of the, the role that you guys are on right now? Uh, we're on a wave and we're just riding it. Hey Zeus, uh, uh, the one thing that Bob had pointed out in, in almost six things that worked just the one walk, but more importantly, that you had early contact. I mean, you, you just, what did it feel like just to really just kind of command the strike zone, to, to just command the batter's box and, and have things happen that allowed you to, you know, battle in this game, a team that historically has a pretty good offense and you were able to kind of keep them in check? Uh, yeah, like you said, you know, kind of just dominating the strike zone, getting ahead. That was a real big focus of mine. Um, and getting ahead with good pitches, getting ahead with like aggressive pitches, uh, not just like get me over fastballs or off speed. So um, being able to be aggressive in the zone really helped me out. And no walks or one walk, I'll take it. Uh, seen my last couple starts. All right, thank you. Thank you, guys. How about that? Jesus Lazardo went Jim Harbaugh on us. Iron sharpens iron. That was Harbaugh's line. Love it. Really enjoying probably the number one thing that during this winning streak is watching guys get up there, and each time Sean Manaya has talked, it's, it's like you, you can tell he's getting it. It's pitching with conviction. It's going out there to dominate. It's going out there to win. It's pounding the strike zone. Quality strikes. Don't give it away. Don't give that 90 feet away. Don't walk, guys. 
Your defense is too good behind you. Not everybody, you know what? Not everybody throws 100 miles an hour. And by the way, there's plenty of guys throwing 100 miles an hour. Look at their ERAs. They stink. It's about pitching. Scott Emerson says it all the time. I need big league pitchers, not minor league throwers. And what Jesus Lazardo needs to learn is to pitch and to go deeper in games and to dominate. Everything's off the fastball. Control the strike zone with the fastball. It makes all your other pitches better. It's been fun to watch A starters. I mean, they've been fantastic. I mean, seriously, during this winning streak, they're 7-0 and with a 2.09 ERA. It doesn't get any better than that. I mean, that, 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 that's, that's impressive stuff. The A's are going to win pitching and defense. The home runs are great. Scoring a bunch of runs are great. But you got to pitch. You got to get the 27 outs. Or if you're playing seven innings. By the way, I, that, I know there's some people who are hell-bent and against this. But I got to tell you, the seven-inning doubleheaders, seven-inning games, thank God. That first game was going – I mean, there wasn't that many runs scored early. And that game, the first game, that was trending for three and a half, you know, like the standard games have been this year. I, I like the seven innings. You're in, you're out. Two games, you don't blow up your bullpens. I mean, that's what double, that you know, that's what, they got rid of doubleheaders for a reason. They're not good for the gate. And they're not good for your pitching staffs. It's the bottom line. When you're playing baseball all day long and you're playing long nine-inning games all day long, you end up beating up your pitching and you don't make the same kind of money you do as a franchise. They're not good for business. I love the doubleheader. Stop. Doubleheaders are – we're doing these doubleheaders for one thing. Just to get the season in. These doubleheaders are about COVID issues. And knock on wood, hopefully we won't have too many more. I'm not going to say we're not going to have any, but, you know, you got the Nationals have been affected, the Astros, the Twins, you know, knock on wood, the A's don't. Because once it gets inside Tier 1 and it's the traveling party, that's when it gets it gets really scary. Because still what we're trying to do is protect these guys, protect the coaches and the medical staff and the players on both teams. You know, people talked about, hey, why, what, the Tigers, they're not wearing masks. Well, they've all, I guess they, they, they've passed that 85%. Everybody's been vaccinated. So... Unfortunately, there's still players who do not want to get vaccinated. And as long as that happens, you're going to have the mass. But we got to keep these guys safe so we can get the season in. And they understand that. Hey, these players are going to great lengths. They, these, guys are, these guys are living a lifestyle that's not your normal, I'm a Major League Baseball player, and it's cool. I mean, they, they, they essentially still want to make, hey, stay in the hotel. 
Basically, hotel, ballpark, back to the hotel. I guess, they, I mean, they're not, they're, they're being instructed, don't take a cab, don't take an Uber. If you're going to go anywhere, you got to eat outside, you got to walk there. It's not the normal life. As much as we thought we were turning the page from 2020 to 2021, a lot of the same stuff is still going on for these guys. And they're being very professional because they know how much this means to them in their career. That this team is showing you that they they got they got some mojo. When five of your last six games have been shutouts, that's special. Winning ten in a row, that's special. Tomorrow, you make it eleven in a row, that's I mean, come on. Frankie Montas is going to be on the mound. So it's now time to see what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Kenta Maeda, one and one with a 3.07 ERA, goes up against Frankie, who's two and one with a 4.91 earn run average. I'm assuming it's going to be a 107 start, Scotty. Or is it a 12.35 start? 12.37 start, so that means I will be on at 11.37, getting you ready for A's baseball. I know I'm interviewing the great Glenn Kuyper at 11 o'clock, and uh, we'll have him for pregame. But enjoy, A's fans. The start of the season ah, was dicey. But this team has recovered. They're like a fighter that came out in the first round, got knocked down, and you're like, oh, my God, is this guy going to get knocked out? And then they stood up and they started fighting back. And now they're knocking everybody else out. It's been a pleasure to watch. This is a really good team. We knew that. They made those late moves, and you realize this is a really good team. You just don't win 10 straight. That's not, that's, that's not flukish. They're a really good team. They're an all-around team, and they're going to continue to win, and we're going to follow it, and we're going to have a great time with it. That's going to do it for the A's Clubhouse Show. We'll see everybody tomorrow at 1137 for A's Total Access. Have a great night. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to ChickenPieShopWC.com. That's ChickenPieShopWC.com. Drivers, start your engines. The Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is on now. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Civic Sedan or redesigned Accord. See dealer for financing details. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. 
We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like Taylor Swift choosing what to wear. It's looking kind of chilly out today. I think I'll go with a cardigan. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Bradley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's got it. A Joe Rudy-type catch against the wall. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast on your device for access to exclusive A's content, including pre- and post-game for every game. Floriano going back at the track, right to the wall. He's there, and he makes a phenomenal catch. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's baseball. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.